0: Hi everyone, Dave Stahoviak here, host of the Coaching for Leaders podcast, here with the third lesson in this audio course on how to enhance your credibility. The next regular episode is coming on Monday. This is the third of five lessons in a special course I've been airing this week as applications are open for our Coaching for Leaders Academy through Friday, March 19th. You can discover more and apply for the academy by going over to coachingforleaders.com slash academy. This course will vanish off the public directory here once applications close on Friday. But if you want to have permanent access to this course, just log into the free membership on the coachingforleaders.com website and select the button that says courses. And if you don't already have access, very easy to get it. Just set up your free membership on the homepage at coachingforleaders.com. And you'll get permanent access to this course, plus all the other courses and benefits that are inside the free membership portal. I mentioned in the last lesson that I generally don't stop right after taking family photos to determine which picture is best and which ones are worthless because the exposure was bad or kid was making some ridiculous face at the camera or focus was off or whatever. These days, it doesn't practically cost anything to capture a bunch of photos, so a lot of us, including me are in the habit of snapping several photos when we see something interesting and then spending time later to figure out what's good. I often take the kids on camping trips when they have school breaks, and then after we get back from the trip, I'll spend an evening sitting in my chair and going through the photos, usually hundreds of them, and then I'll find the ones that are the best. Often that's just five or ten of them. And then what I do is I hit the little favorite button on Apple Photos so I can curate just those. Whenever in the future I'm looking for great photos, I can just filter for the favorites and look at those instead of having to go through hundreds of mediocre shots. Curating your ideas is a lot like this. If you've taken my invitation from the last session to start capturing ideas, or maybe even doing this already, but haven't done more with it yet, curation is where to go next. The best way to do this is through regular, dedicated review of each of your capture points. Here are two examples of how I do this regularly. I mentioned in the last lesson that one of my practices is capturing links online that seem valuable in some way. They might be things I've stumbled across, they could be suggestions from others, something I saw on social media, whatever. And then I use Raindrop to capture them into my account. But you could use any of the Read It Later services or bookmarking services that are out there that I mentioned in the last lesson. So, my dedicated review point of everything I've captured for links is typically on Tuesday. That's because it's the day that I'm often writing the weekly guide that lots of you get from me on email on Wednesdays. So, on Tuesdays, I open up Raindrop and start looking through the list, and I spend somewhere between 60 to 90 minutes writing the weekly guide. I use a template, so the writing goes pretty quickly. Most of my time is the reading of the links that people have sent during the week or somehow gotten into my system. I don't go through them chronologically. I kind of look at the whole list, and I grab the things that look interesting, and I start there. And if something seems valuable enough to share, I put a tag on it in the system. There's one called weekly guide, and then I write a sentence or two about why I think it'll be of value to you and link it up in the guide. If something isn't good and I can't remember why I saved something or the article's too long or it's too complicated or whatever other reason I pass it over, I just delete it out of my account and move on because there's plenty of others. And I keep going until I feel like there's enough in the guide that I think is useful but not overwhelming for any particular week, and then I'm done. What I do not do is go through and tag and process everything in the list. If I did that, it would take hours and hours to process every link, and I wouldn't get anything else done on Tuesdays. I mention this because this is a common reason that stops people from both capturing and curating. I've heard it mentioned many times, the complaint that if people started capturing every link they thought was interesting, they'd end up with a list of hundreds of things pretty quickly that they'd ultimately never get to. And I get that. I'm the kind of person that likes to have everything in its place and organized. And if it's on my radar screen in some way, I feel like I've got to do something with it and make sure it's filed or deleted or whatever. Owning a business and having increased levels of responsibility in my career over the last decade has forcibly cured me (laughs) of that problem. And I would invite you to say to yourself if you like me, perhaps create lists that are thousands of items long and accounts that you never process or go further with, so what? So what if Instapaper or Raindrop or whatever has tons of entries you haven't read or listened to or done anything with? So what if you've written down tons of notes on a capture pad that ultimately nothing happens with? There's no award for processing every idea or reading everything that comes across your desk. In fact, the opposite is true. If you spend too much time curating ideas, it's actually a pretty big obstacle for putting ideas to work for your credibility in your career, which is the whole point of this course. The mistake I made for the first decade or so of my career was spending way too much time thinking about ideas, processing ideas, getting excited about ideas, filing things into cool time management systems, but not really acting on as much as I should have early on. In retrospect, it's one of the reasons I struggled a bit early in my career. I don't know if that's a struggle for you or not, but I'd invite you as you start doing this to just capture whatever catches your attention and then curate as much as you need to be useful to you right now or you have time for, and then be done and let the cues fill up. <laughs> the best ideas will get surfaced at some point, And for the rest... There's no penalty for having an account or a file or an inbox that's too full of ideas. I mentioned that I'd share two practices here for regular, dedicated reviews. So here's the second. In the last lesson, I mentioned that I use the drafts app for my iPhone and Mac to capture everything else that comes my way during the day. Ideas for conversations, tasks I need to do, thoughts I have while I'm doing the dishes, whatever. Since that's a catch-all for a lot of things... I review that queue daily. The process I use is that when I sit down in my office chair to start my work day in the morning, I have a habit to clear at least two items out of my draft queue. That gets me glancing at everything daily and making sure I don't miss anything critical. Stuff that's critical gets moved into my formal task management system or it gets scheduled on my calendar. If it's an idea that I might write about or consider for a podcast episode, I'll put that in my notes system and I'll tag it appropriately for the next time I'm looking for something. And if it's something like personal, like a gift idea for Bonnie, for example, I've got a place for that in my notes database that I tag. And probably half the things that I capture initially just get deleted as I review them. On the days I'm feeling really lazy about curating, (laughs) I'll just look for those two things to delete quickly and I can be done with curating and move on for the day. The key is that you make curation of ideas a regular, consistent practice. That will ensure that you've got a valuable library of ideas you can have work for you when you need them. And a key of that is then how to resurface those ideas when you need them, which is the topic of the next lesson. Taking on new habits like this is the goal that many of us have. That's why inside our academy, Every 90 days, we're all taking on new commitments and then staying accountable to each other for daily actions that will help us get there. Applications are open to the academy, and you can discover more and apply by going over to coachingforleaders.com/academy by Friday, March 19th. And if you want to access this audio course permanently, simply go to coachingforleaders.com to set up your free membership. In the next lesson, how to resurface. The ideas that are most relevant.